Hey, hello, welcome to the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank with you this evening, or whenever you're, you happen to be listening to this show. I'm now realizing that podcasts kind of work like that. What's up, Tyler? I just said a really good joke, and it wasn't wasn't recorded. Yeah, well, it's going to stay not recorded because <laughs> your uh, your ability to define a joke as good, I you know, makes me question uh, your jokes. Um, yeah, damn, no one will ever know it was video game related. It was. It was. It related was. To- Final Fantasy fourteen, which we'll talk we're not, about. We're not gonna we're not gonna walk our way backwards into it, Tyler. Right, I see right, what you're right. trying to do here. <laughs> you can't just say the joke twice. Yeah. It just won't <sighs> it just won't work the second time. If you have to explain a joke, it's just not gonna work. So yeah. Damn. Yeah. Ah. Man. What you been up to, man? It's been a week, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um nothing. Nothing too crazy. I got a new office at work today. I have a yeah, window dude. now. Hell yeah. I I Are mean they honest. More? <laughs> no, not necessarily, but Fuck. reviews are coming up uh, soon, so maybe maybe in a month or so, but um yeah. I mean to me I'm like you can throw me in a closet as long as I can shut shut the door and get away from everyone. I'm alright with that, but you know, having a window is nice. Um, what else is new? Fucking saw Barbie over the weekend. Yeah. Have you seen it it yet? No, I haven't. I feel like Barbie is required viewing for any human. Okay. Um, okay. It was the, like my immediate thought while watching it and especially as it ended, uh, I was like, I cannot believe they made a Barbie movie like that. Um, just with the, this um the the overall story the themes the jokes even at times like it's a yeah it's a it's a funny movie but it it is so insanely deep and i think just tells an incredibly important story um and yeah would recommend anyone see that awesome it's a good time. i need to find some time for that yeah but yeah well, otherwise just 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 living how about you um, I've been working a lot, man. I worked five straight nights. Wow. And then, uh, I hurt myself last night playing soccer. So today I've just been kind of fucking relaxing and not getting shit done around the house that I should be. So I've kind of fallen behind my, the little bit of lawn that I have is a fucking mess. Um, <laughs> everything's falling apart, uh, including me. So <laughs> here we are. Yeah. Yeah, man, I I agree. My my lawn, you know, it, it needs cut real bad. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's, it's quite fun. Yeah, I just need to. I fuck grass. I should not have grass. Fuck grass. I, I'm kind of with you. Like it, it can look nice, but I, I I can't stand it. To be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> All right, enough on that, Tyler. This is, of course, a podcast about video games, and one of the things we like to do here is talk about the games we've been playing and hopefully games we've beaten. I have two games that I've beaten and another game I've started this week. Um, What what have you got on your plate? Um, Okay, so I have... I finished the story mode of F123. Okay. Um, Pretty... Pretty breezy, but definitely longer than the uh, story mode from a couple couple years ago. Um, it was it was fun, but I mean it, it's fun to just kind of play through it. I don't think I'm like ever going to play through it again, even though they try to incentivize you to do so um, with like performance levels and things like that. Like, eh, I just I don't give a fuck. Um, it's hilariously easy. Like, just hilariously easy. I, I, I even put it on hard, which there's only three settings you can do. And I put it on hard, which is as high as you can go for this story mode. And it was just comically easy. Uh, so that was, while it was fun to kind of feel like, I assume how Max Verstappen feels in real life, the real DOF1. Um, yeah. 
you know, at times I just kind of felt like I was just zoning out a little bit. Um, it, like your target would be you're in like 17th place and I'd be like finishing the top eight and I'd finish like second <laughs> in like 10 laps. Like it was just, it was so easy. Um, but it, it, I, one thing I'll say about the story that I thought was interesting that I wish they just went deeper with and maybe they will in the next door. I don't fucking know. But they part of it you play as a, a female in F1, um, which I think is interesting. It needs to be explored more because, quite frankly, there should be females. More females, period, in F1, but definitely female driver. Absolutely. Um, I think it will happen one day, but um, I, I thought that was just like a cool dynamic. Um and, yeah, hope they kind of go a little deeper with that if they continue this story. But it felt a little surface level overall. But, yeah, I mean, it's it was a fine time. F1 23, I think, is a pretty good game. I think it's the best one in a couple years. Like, it just it feels so good to play. There's a lot of stuff in the game. Um, I love it. I deleted it from my console, though. I ain't touching it. Mm. Good. Ain't touching it for a while. Um, played more uh, Pokemon Scarlet as well. Not not too much to say there, but um, played. Uh, I think about maybe five hours or so now into Final Fantasy sixteen. So I know okay. I'm not super deep, but um, I am several story quests in. Um, so, oh, let's see where where did I stop? I'm trying to remember where I stopped. I am, I am in the woods somewhere. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I'm just looking at a walkthrough now, just to make sure I know where I'm at. Um, so yeah, um, obviously with Sid, who's a fucking great character so far. I very much yeah. want to learn more about him. I just think he's cool, very cool. Um, like your little little, eh, maybe maybe I guess before I continue, there's probably a little bit of spoilers here. Um, if you don't want to be spoiled any of this, but so skip ahead if you want to. But uh, I like like the animal companion that you end up with. You love Torgo, um, yeah. So yeah. far, looking forward to to more of that and more combat as well with with him and in the story. Man, yeah, it goes places in the beginning here. Uh, there were some some sequences that I. I feel like I should have expected, but I didn't expect, and I am very intrigued where it goes, um, and yeah, just overall, you know, I, I, you know, finally got to sit down and have a really good chunk of time with it the other night, and absolutely adored it, and can't wait to get back to it. One thing I'll say, though, is the combat is, I like it a lot, but I also don't really understand it. Like, things just kind of happen. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> at least, at least so far, I'm sure. I'm sure it opens up, but um, it, it is it is a good time as you're just zipping around and you know, just the animations are just in the particle effects. All that stuff is so fucking cool. Um, and uh, yeah, the the one thing I'll say too, last thing I'll say about it right now, this game, and we heard that this team apparently worked on it. This game has some some solid Kingdom Hearts elements, Frank. Hmm. I got I got to tell you that. Hmm. Like when you're doing combat and you're picking up, you know the the currency, the way the experience kind of works in this game, hmm. the gear, a lot like of that stuff. That. I'm sorry, uh, it is Kingdom fucking Hearts, buddy. Not to a T, but it is very. I'm just gonna say inspired by. The Kingdom Hearts team worked on this game. They said as much. Um, I don't know if we know exactly what parts they worked on, but there are certain parts that I'm like, that is Kingdom Hearts. Um, and as soon as I made that connection, I'm like, I'm going to tell this to Frank, and I don't think he's going to like it. <laughs> You're right. I don't like it. And um, yeah. I, I'm going to try to put that in a, in a hole somewhere <laughs> in, in deep in the back of my mind where I just won't remember it. Yeah. Uh, because I, I I cannot be drawing those lines. <laughs> yeah, but I I love it. I I'm I'm in. Um, it is basically my main focus now. So yeah, okay. the the one thing I'll say um, about my 
Pokemon experience. So the other night I was going to play just a little bit of it. Um, went to turn on my Switch, and it wasn't coming on. And I'm like, oh no, mm. like, what happened? Like, I could have sworn that last time I played it, I turned it off, off. And oh. I guess I must have accidentally put it in sleep mode because it still, you know, uses battery um, in sleep mode. And, dude, what also just freaked me out about it is I plugged it in and the screen probably didn't come on for maybe 15 minutes. Yeah, that happens when you when the battery is fully drained. Like, that shit yeah. is, it is scary. It, um, it was, like, dead dead. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, you've got to be kidding me. I just bought this OLED Switch. I love this thing. This fucking sucks. Like, what the hell happened to it? And then eventually it came on. And yeah, it just needed charge. But man, that thing must have been like dead as dicks, dude. It was. It took so long for anything to happen on it. It just kind of freaked me out. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. That's where I'm at. So, what uh, what what games are you finishing? What you up to? Uh, well, last night, uh, while I was sitting in bed, hurting, uh. I I I I booted it up on my Steam Deck and I finished Yes Your Grace. Oh yeah um, yeah yeah. I remember if you remember I started that like pretty much yep. like, I think a month a month ago but uh I got back to it and holy shit I have to make I had to make some decisions I had to decide on like who my real enemy is <laughs> and uh, I you know I'm. I'm happy with where I ended up. Uh, I saved everyone that I felt I could. And, um, yeah, I'm excited. I I learned that there's actually going to be a sequel to this game. No release date announced. But, yeah, I'm really excited to see what happens in this world after the events of this game. It's really fucking cool where it leaves off. Um, and, yeah, I. it's, it's really cool. Really cool. Um, it's awesome. They, awesome music. Um, pretty cool art style. It, like I, like, I mean, pixel art style is take it or leave it. But like, I, I think they did a good job with it. I think they did a good job with the the voice acting, like the little grunts and stuff you hear. Like they don't, there isn't voiceover, but there's like, I don't know. It's almost like they're speaking some weird other language. Um, it's really cool. Uh, and yeah, I I'm very happy with it. It's it was it's like a 6-hour game, so like you could knock it out in like one long session or two shorter sessions like I did. Um yeah. Really cool. Nice. Yeah, they didn't they they just announced a sequel, right? Yeah, to that game. I thought That is so. what I've been made aware of. Uh <laughs> Let me just uh look this up. Oh gosh, why can't I type? Uh, let's see. Hmm, sequel, yeah, apparently it was just revealed at Summer Game Fest this year. Um, Sweet. Shit. No, no release dates. Yeah. Hmm. Really cool. Um, yeah, going to get more of games. it eventually. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine it's going. Mm, you know what? I'm not going to spoil that. I'm not going to spoil Yes, Your Grace. It's really fun, <laughs> and it's not a long game, so if you're interested, just play it. Um, other games. Other game that I finished. Diablo 4. I completed the Diablo 4 story. Okay. All right. Uh, it has some really fucking cool boss fights. I just don't give a fuck about that story. <laughs> <laughs> like... And it's not a dig at, like, the quality of the story. It's just, I don't care. I'm there to fucking kill shit. And I killed a lot of shit. And, um, I'm happy. Uh, I, I'm not sure how much more I'm going to play right now. Um, I need to take a look at some of the endgame stuff. I don't imagine I'm going to be doing the seasonal stuff at all. Because it requires that you start a new character. And I just don't feel like doing that unless I wanted yeah. to like do another character class. Maybe I'd do that as a seasonal character. Um, but that's about it. Uh, I yeah, want like to see what the end game looks like. Yeah, I was going to ask you about the end game. So you haven't 
You haven't seen no, too much I of kinda, it. I kind of beat the story and then I finished and I put put it down because like the game is longer than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> like a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. So mm-hmm. I just kind of got a little bit tired of it. Gotcha. Yeah, the the seasonal stuff too, man. Like I don't. We've talked about it before, but what a miss, in my opinion, of needing to start a new character to even participate in the seasonal stuff is just a bad decision. I don't know where the fuck they got that. Like, I understand the appeal of starting a new character, but as someone who doesn't have a ton of time to invest in something like that, but would maybe, um, cause I still have a good chunk of the story left. Like, well, sure. Maybe I would buy a season pass if I'm getting like a bunch of extra shit as I'm playing through the story. But to start a new character, that's just, I don't know. That's what, that, what a weird decision to me. Yeah, I mean, in some ways it makes sense because Diablo does have this tradition of, like, the seasonal ladder, like, the leaderboards for each season that they that they do, but, like, to require it to play the new content is a little bit too far. Yeah. Agreed. Um, and then lastly here, the game that I started. Tyler, I'll give you two guesses which game that I started. Is it Baldur's Gate 3? No, I'm going to I'm going to wait until we can play together. Okay. On the PlayStation. It's, is that it where hurts, is that... it hurts me? I'd love to fucking play it right the fuck now. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts to not be playing it. Yeah. But I'll wait so are are you getting it on PlayStation? Color. Um wherever you're getting it, I'll get it just to make it easier for matchmaking. I feel like PlayStation, while PC, I'm sure, is going to be the better experience. For me, PlayStation might be better only because, um, if I mean, you remember playing Divinity. Like, it wasn't bad because Divinity is good in rejoining, but I randomly lose internet on my PC, like, constantly. And it's just a Wi-Fi thing, like just where the Wi-Fi is in my house and where where the computer is. And it's only when I'm either downloading something or playing a game, like something that's really heavy on that. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. So PlayStation, obviously, we'd have a better experience there in terms of connectivity. So, I don't know. I, I can be down for PlayStation, but I, too, very much want to play it. Oh, my God. It looks so good. The worst part is um, there's there's someone that I work with who brings in their gaming laptop and they're absolutely going to be playing it at work and I'm going to be mm-hmm. sitting there being like God damn it, God damn it, God damn yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> second guess. What's your second All right. guess? Is it is it a game that came out this year? Yes, it is. Hmm. Okay. I'm trying to think. Uh, is it? Uh, I'm just gonna guess here. Viewfinder. No, it's no Remnant Two. Okay, all right, all yeah. right. I saw the hype. I it was either gonna be Remnant Two or Pikmin Four. Those were my two choices that I set myself up with. And uh, yeah, Remnant Two is what I ultimately picked, and I am having a fantastic fucking time with this game, Tyler. Mm, Tyler, it does look good. Tyler, the worlds in this game put Bungie to shame. Whoa! Whoa! That's a bold the, claim. The direction in this game puts Bungie to shame. The enemy designs are really fucking cool. Just the worlds and the environments that you're walking through are so diverse and so fucking cool. And, yeah, I'm, I, I fucking love it. I fucking love it. It's like, hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how to explain this game. It's kind of like a uh, a third person Destiny sort of experience ish. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know really. It's 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 unique and it has a very cool story concept. That this world is really cool. Um, this idea of like this root that is 
pushing itself through multiple worlds and trying to take over the entire universe. It's really cool. Um, there's this place called the Labyrinth that connects all the worlds. Um, it's, yeah, it's really awesome. And there's some amazing boss fights. Like, I just did a boss fight. Um, that was kind of a puzzle. It was like, so you were in like this these corridors with these giant cubes that would like move like these designated spaces throughout the corridors and like they had certain spots that you had to shoot on them but certain sides of these cubes had like a crater so if you were on the space it moved to and the crater landed on you you'd be okay um just a really cool boss fight in general just like figuring out the pattern of these cubes where they're where the points that you had to shoot were. It, yeah, it was really, really cool. Um, just an interesting twist that I did not expect in this third, what is mostly a third-person shooter. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember playing the first one that one night that you and I played co-op. Um, and it was, it, I mean, it was a good time. So you think um, this game's... It seems much better in just about every way. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, the opening is, it, is a little bit rough. Like the opening hour or so is a little bit rough. It's not a great intro to the game. Um, but after you get past that, it's fucking. It's really fucking cool. <laughs> is I it? Th- still... I think that's all I've been playing today. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Does it? Is it really hard still? Um, Would you say? Or? So there are multiple difficulty modes. I am playing on the easiest mode, which is also the one that they recommend, especially if you're playing mostly solo like I am. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, okay. So it seems, I mean, so far for me, like, yeah, there are some things that can be a little bit difficult, but it's really just a matter of, like, figuring out what the game wants me to do. Like, there are certain bosses where, like, Oh, there's this weak point that expose. There's this point that exposes a weak point if you shoot at it long enough. You can knock the armor off of this point or whatever. There's some sort of puzzle to this boss fight. There's this boss fight where like, oh, the minions that are spawned uh, around the boss regenerate the boss's health. So uh, deal with the minions and yeah, it's yeah. There's. The difficulty right now isn't coming from, oh, the numbers are just stacked against me. It's coming from, oh, I have to figure out what what is going on here. Um, and that's pretty cool. I got you. Okay, cool. Uh, but yeah, I, I'd like to try to play this co-op, but I'm not going to, like... I'm not going to ask other people to buy this game. Uh, <laughs> but if, like... I I don't know. I, maybe maybe I'll just go join some online games randomly and see how it works. Right now I'm playing as the medic class because, you know, just sustainability playing solo. I need to be able to heal myself. <laughs> right. I am genuinely curious about it just because you know everyone's saying how it's it's really good. Seems much better than the first one. And like I said, I did have fun playing that that first game that for a couple hours that we ended up playing. So, I don't know. Might have to, I might have to check it out. We'll see. I like third-person shooters. Yeah. Did so. we play that first game, like, on Game Pass, or was it, like, a PlayStation Plus game or something? I think it was a PlayStation Plus game. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't remember buying that first game. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Yeah, we definitely didn't. I think it was a PS Plus game. Okay. All right. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm going to continue on with Remnant 2. I think I might. So we've got a few weeks now until uh, Armored Core comes out. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to do a few things before then because after Armored Core comes out, it's just fucking hit after hit after hit. Oh, yeah. It's nonstop. Um, <laughs> so I want to I wanna finish off Yakuza 5 and maybe Yakuza 6. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's the, yeah. it's the right time to do it. <laughs> yeah, because in that slew of games coming out is the, what, Like a Dragon Ishin, not Ishin, uh... Gaiden. Gaiden. Yeah. 
Um, and I, I need to beat Yakuza 6. Well, I, I'd like to replay Yakuza 6 before then. I've played Yakuza 6 before, uh-huh. um, but that was a couple years ago. So I'd like to do a little refresher before playing Gaiden. Uh, but yeah, the, I've got a lot of homework on my plate. Like, <laughs> I've got a lot of video game homework. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, me too. Uh, it's, I don't know, it's paralyzing to me. Like, I'm almost like, I don't even know what to play, so I just need to, I don't know. I think I'm just at the point where I'm just, I'm basically focusing on one, maybe two games, and that's it. And if it takes me a while to finish them, it takes me a while to to finish them. Like, right now, for me, it's Final Fantasy and and Pokemon, and that's pretty much it. I've been playing Pokemon Sleep. Have you you have you Have you done Pokemon Sleep yet? I have not, no. No. It's kind of. It's it's kind of bad. It's kind of bad. <laughs> I've I've. I mean, heard, yeah, I've heard. Not that. bad, but like, there's really not much you're doing, and it's kind of a pain in the ass, because the way they want you to track your sleep is that they want your phone on a charger, but they also want the phone laying on the mattress. Uh, so like. I don't know. It's just weird. Maybe my cable's just too short, but like, it's it's like literally sitting on the edge of my bed, and I'm worried that it's gonna fucking fall off. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that seems a little inconvenient. Yeah. Ah, <sighs> but yeah, that's video games we've been playing. Uh, and video games we plan to play, maybe. Um, at least on my part. Uh. Let's get into the video game news, um, because my fucking painkillers are starting to uh, wear off, and now I'm realizing that my foot is maybe hurt more than I thought it was. Uh-oh. Uh, so let's fucking do this. Um, yeah. I was talking about Diablo 4. There was a patch. It seems like people are happy with the patch, which is mostly rolling back a lot of the fucking bullshit that they've done. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. But, like, Diablo 4 is still a work in progress. Maybe, maybe unlike me, y'all out there should hold off until they've figured out something that works. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I had okay, I had yeah. an okay time finishing that game. Yeah, and I think uh, we kind of talked about this last week too. Like, I, it's this is part of the reason why I have kind of held off a little bit on finishing it. Because uh, by the time I was about to get back in it, they put out that patch, and then they're like, "Hey, we're going to unpatch it," and here we are with them unpatching it. So, yeah, yeah um, I, I'm looking forward to getting back to it. I do like it, but. Like I said last week, I just I just don't understand what they're doing with some of these adjustments. It's fucking with stuff just to fuck with it. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Is there something else I wanted to talk about here first? Or do I just want the, to go uh, in order? Well, the one thing oh, I'll what? say about this patch that I like, though, because um, my character right now is a barbarian, it seems like they're going to increase the speed of combat and and fury regeneration which um which that's how i as a barbarian do all my cool shit um so i like that I get to use my cool moves more yeah fuck yeah let's go yeah all right i'm not i'm i'm just gonna go in order here uh we had some more layoffs uh if you remember callisto protocol last year the game that tried to be Dead Space a couple months before the Dead Space remake came out. Um, that game didn't do too great, and now there are layoffs at uh, at the studio. 32 employees being laid off. That's kind of, that's kind of a big hit. I, I don't imagine they're that big of a team. I, I, mm. Yeah, I wonder what happens... Like. I hope those people find new jobs, but because I, I don't think Callisto Protocol was necessarily a bad game. It's just like there was so much expectation because people looked at it and were like, "Oh, um, this kind of looks like Dead Space." And that game kind of had like 
I don't know. It kind of had a weird trajectory as well. Like, it was originally going to be this PUBG thing, and then it turned out it wasn't, but it kind of is. It's weird. Yeah, I think I think the big reason for these layoffs, and it's quite unfortunate, obviously, that they're happening. I hope everyone lands on their feet, but it was came out that this game cost $161 million to make. That doesn't include marketing costs, which I think they had a deal with Sony on that, but I am curious, like, how much did Sony truly cover with that? Um, So the game cost a lot, but then it also did not sell as well as it needed to to basically recoup that budget. So they lost money on this game. Um, And so that's probably what, unfortunately, is leading to these layoffs, just... Seems like it comes down probably management and, um, yeah, just production probably taking longer and more expensive than they thought. Um, so that's uh, that, basically, I think, what was it? Yeah, they needed to sell 5 million copies, but they only sold two, as last we heard. So Yeah, I, I think maybe part of the problem, and this isn't me having any sort of insider knowledge or anything, is like, originally when they were coming up with the concept of this game, PUBG was a huge thing, right? PUBG And PUBG Mobile is still a big thing um, around the world. But PUBG in the popular, like, like in the, in the mind of, of the average gamer is not necessarily that big a thing anymore. So they had to switch directions, but then, like, at that point, you're pretty much this is pretty much uh the uh th- they're doing the heavy lifting that it takes to launch a new IP at that point because like it is no longer like the association with PUBG that they're trying to sell it on they're trying to sell it on itself and like i when you change when i i feel like when you change direction in the middle of a project like that like you're it's not it's not a good sign and it's it's kind of hard to come back from like when you're like oh we're gonna sell this on oh PUBG's popular a lot of people like PUBG maybe they'll buy this game if it's connected to PUBG somehow to then going like oh wait this game took longer than it took long to to make and now PUBG isn't as popular like just generally so yeah it I don't know. It it's it seemed like uh maybe not a great strategy. Um when you consider how long it takes to make video games and uh how long how long PUBG PUBG was hot for like 2 to 3 years. But then like no, it it wasn't. <laughs> so yeah, it kind of backfired on them. Yeah. Definitely. I I agree with you there. I think too it it seemed pretty clear that they, and um, maybe this, uh, the overall production cost had uh, to do with it as well, but it seemed clear that they were trying to get this thing out before Dead Space came out, too. Just with all those comparisons there, I think this game came out in December, Dead Space came out in January. It's like, seemed like they were absolutely trying to get out before then because uh, then Dead Space would have just ate their lunch, which they still kind of ended up doing that. Um, so that kind of bit them a little bit too, I think, in terms of quality on some things. Yeah. yeah. It's unfortunate uh, when any any like, when any like one of these mass layoffs happens. So yeah, just the best to all the people. Hopefully they find find new jobs uh hopefully find jobs that are a little bit more stable <laughs> as as hard as that is to imagine in the video game industry yeah right okay let's go on here uh if you thought that we were done releasing games on PlayStation 4 and Xbox 1 you're wrong even such games as Star Wars Jedi Survivor, they are willing to do the work. Maybe not to get it out at launch, but they are working on making a version of that game for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. 
um, game originally an exclusive to this current generation of consoles. Now they are making versions for the generation before. So, I, I mean, they must have the numbers on like how many people are still playing games on their PlayStation 4 and Xbox One to make this make sense. But like, how? How are they going to do this? Like, those games are going to be uh, compromised to a certain point uh, to run on those older consoles. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't, I don't understand this at all. Like, I know there's still an install base there on PS4 and Xbox One. I'm gonna say, especially PS4. I mean, it just it sold way more. Like, is there? I don't know. I'm sure there is. I would love to know numbers. We'll never know. But how many people are really buying things on Xbox One right now? I just feel like probably not that much <laughs> that it would be worth it. Um, so PS4, I could understand. I just don't get Xbox. But even then, with PS4, I don't. I don't get it because of two things. One, the PS5 especially is selling insanely well right now as we went over i think last week or the week before um so that install base is growing so rapidly that um sure maybe you didn't sell as much as jedi fallen order because that came very late into the ps4's life cycle but you're going there's going to be a tail to it for sure for a lot of these big games so there's that but then the game has performance problems on PlayStation 5. How in the flying fuck are they going to get this thing running on PS4 and to run well and look okay? I don't get that at all. Um, and to say that it's in the early stages too, like how long is it going to take to get this out and is it going to be worth it at that point? For the couple thousand sales they might get out of this i have no idea but it just it's an odd decision honestly it's it kind of just feels like we finally got to the point where we're moving past the whole cross-gen release on things and here we are with with uh ea announcing this so weird i don't get it (sighs) I yeah I'm just it's just bizarre to me I I just don't at at a certain point like what what are we doing like we release the game on PlayStation Five and then later make a version for PlayStation Four and to be early in the stage of of development for that like how late did they make that decision to make that game for PlayStation 4 that they're just now in the early stage of, de- of development for the PlayStation 4. It's It just does not make... it Strategy-wise, it does not make st- sense to me that it would be that far behind. Yeah, I agree. It's oh, so weird. What a weird thing, man. Let's talk a little bit about PlayStation 5 as a system. They're um, they're adding support for 8 terabyte SSDs. <laughs> um, and I'm not sure if you've been shopping for SSDs. Um, actually, you know what? I'm going to do this. Actually, no, they've, they've done it for us here. 8 terabyte SSDs here in this article. Um... Got one for a thousand dollars. There's another one for eight seventy five. The cheapest one on this list, seven hundred and eighty dollars for an eight terabyte SSD. That is more expensive than your console. Yeah, that that's actually a little that's cheaper than I thought it was going to be, but still, obviously, very expensive. <laughs> yes, I don't know why. For some reason. Eight terabytes in SSD. I'm like that is at least a thousand plus, but uh, seven eighty still a good chunk of change. Yeah, um, more than I'm willing to shell out personally, especially with uh, the process. I mean, 
There's plenty of tutorials on how to install these, but it is a process to install these. Yeah. At a certain point, though, would I love extra storage? Yes. And I kind of do. I still have um, the external drive that I keep my PS4 games on, and then it is nice to... um, be able to take PS5 games and store them on there. Obviously, you can't play them off of it, but you can at least then you you're at least you're not re-downloading the game. Um, so that is nice. Um, but at a certain point, it's like, what are you doing? I, like I'm still managing just uh, whatever the base is. I forget what it is on PS PS5. Is it 500 gigs? I feel like it's more than that, but whatever. Um, I'll look that up. For for some reason, I'm totally blanking on that. But um, I'm still managing technically with that. And at a certain point, it's like, do you really need all these games on here? Come on. I, I have, I just have some, just delete some shit. I have some numbers here. <laughs> so the PlayStation 5 comes with one terabyte of storage. One which terabyte. Is, which is only 800 gigabytes use, usable because... The, it needs to use some of that space for, you know, uh, like default system stuff. Right. Um, it, so, it, like, 800 of actual usable storage. Right. Right. Okay, cool. And, and, like, I get it. Some of these games are fucking huge. Like, Call of Duty is just insanely big. Destiny 2, um, Horizon for Ben West is huge. Um but I don't know. At, at some point, just do a little bit of management. Come on, guys. You don't need eight fucking terabytes. I, I can totally get... I would love to uh, put, like, a two terabyte in mine. I just don't really want to go through the process of doing it. Performing surgery on this thing just to get that. But that's just me. Um, but yeah, eight terabytes. I mean, I guess the option there is is nice. But holy smokes. Yeah. Ah. Uh. Another PlayStation 5 news, uh, the beta software, um, if you're a part of that program, is adding support for Dolby Atmos. Um, So if you are an uh, audio pervert, um, that's a a thing you can do. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. There we go. Some other things in here, um, like turning on and off haptic feedback. Yeah. on your dual sense controller, uh, yeah, well, it's, it's, yeah, just some other stuff. I mean, it's beta yeah. software. I mean, firmware rather. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, some Seems some like UI some stuff, right? Some UI features, game help cards, which I always forget about. There's some updates to that. Um, yeah, not not bad though. I mean, Dolby Atmos is fucking fantastic. Um, so. Yeah, very nice. Yeah. All right, moving on here. Uh, the Final Fantasy XIV Fan Fest uh, was uh, this past weekend, I believe. And they announced their next major expansion. It's called Dawn Trail. And one thing I'll note is that Dawn Trail appears to not be as devastatingly menacing as a, as a previous Final Fantasy 14 expansions which is a nice which is a nice change of pace I don't need the world to end can we not have a world ending baddie can can we just have a fun adventure <laughs> um I don't know. I'm I'm pretty sure there's going to be some bad stuff that happens here, but um, <laughs> generally a more positive vibe I'm getting from Dawn Trail than I had from uh, previous Final Fantasy XIV expansions. Um, I'm really excited. It, this this looks really cool. Yeah, I was uh, thinking you when I saw this got announced. So you uh, you hyped on this. Oh yeah, I need to get back in because I'm a patch or two behind uh, in the main story. Uh, so yeah, that's that's also on my homework list here. I need to catch up on Final Fantasy XIV. Um, 
I see. Did they announce when this is hap when this is coming? Is this next year? This might be next year. Yeah, next year, yeah. summer of 2024. Um, yeah, I'll be ready now, for it. Correct me if I'm wrong, because obviously you have played thousands of hours of this game, and I, I haven't played it. Wasn't Endwalker supposed to be like the end, or was it the end of a st- certain storyline? Okay, so it was end. It was the end of a certain storyline. Okay, dealing with the Asians, with Zodiac, with Hydlin. All of that stuff is done now. Um, it was fucking epic, Tyler. You had to be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's why it was our uh, game of the year, twenty twenty one. God. <laughs> so. Good, yeah. it was. Um, so yeah, that, okay, that's cool. So, did they announce a lot of story details on this? Is it going a, in a direction you um, find interesting, or do we not know enough yet? I personally don't know enough. Gotcha. It just seems like there's gonna. I don't, I I'm not gonna speak. If I speak, I will be in trouble. <laughs> um, it's okay. It's okay. But yeah, I I mean I this is my most anticipated game of twenty twenty four. Yeah, I I can imagine, I can imagine. Yeah, it's awesome that they're continuing this. I mean honestly, they might as well just pull a World of Warcraft and never stop making expansions for this game. Cause yeah. Seems to seems to get be better ideal for me. Better. Yeah. Um, right. There you go. Um also uh, the game is finally going to come to Xbox. Yes, that got announced as well. So that is that's awesome. Just you know, more, that's a clue more that tells me that they are just going to work on this game forever. Probably, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyler, you want to talk to me about uh, how much, uh, how big the budget for Baldur's Gate Three is? <laughs> It's uh, it's apparently big budget horny, mm, is yeah. what they said. <laughs> I think we'll I think um, we'll we'll like that a lot. Yeah. So the uh, senior writer tweeted, spent the last week or so doing final test. Or sorry, not tweeted. What, what do they call him now? An X. Oh, fuck oh, f- don't fucking know. <laughs> We're not going to get into this. Fuck, fuck Elon Musk. Fucking I'm, not, I'm never going shit. to call it X. I'm never yeah. going to call it X. It's always going to be Twitter. It's always going to be tweeting. Yes. Um, if he wants to ban me for that, so be it. Fuck you, Elon. Fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, he said, uh, spent the past week or so doing final tests on some companion romances romance arcs and damn i'm still surprised at just how horny this game is bears got nothing on what's still to come (laughs) yes let's go i'm all i'm all here for it fuck yeah (laughs) okay game just seems so fucking good dude okay is there going to... No, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. We'll find out when we play yeah. it. <laughs> we will. Um, <sighs> but saying big budget horny is like... I need I need an executive to come onto a stage and say that. <laughs> Our next game is big budget horny. Let's go. Yes. Yeah. I'm... You know... I We're going to have a great time. Yes. Uh, let's move on. We got some numbers. Let's get into the numbers. We got some numbers. All Resident the numbers. Resident Evil 2. Best-selling Resident Evil game ever is the Resident Evil 2 remake. The damn good fucking video game. I imagine yeah. it's going to get overtaken by the RE4 remake at some point, but... Yeah. Really good yeah. remake. It is. It's quite excellent... Uh, why is it not working? Oh, here we go. Um, let's just let's just run through the top ten Capcom games here really quick. Um, you get one guess for each. So let's start number ten. Number ten, 
Uh, Monster Hunter World. No, but it's on this list. So number ten okay. right now, Street Street Fighter Five at seven point three million units. Number nine. Number nine. Um. Hmm. Is number nine? Oh fuck! I will uh, say all of these games came out on the PS3 generation or later. Okay. So none of them are super old. Okay. Is that Street Fighter Four? No, not on the list. Uh, Resident okay. Evil Three remake, seven point six million units. Number eight. Number eight. Uh, Resident Evil 7? No, but it's on the list. Resident Evil Village is number 8, 8.3 million units. Number 7? Is number 7 Resident Evil 7? No. Resident Evil 6. Fuck! How is Resident Evil... What? No! Yeah. So Resident Evil... Resident Evil 6... Yeah, that was the best-selling Capcom game for years. Um... Now here at 8.80 million units. Number six. Is that Resident Evil 4 remake? No, Resident Evil 5, 8.80 million units. Resident Evil 4 remake, actually not in the top ten yet. Okay, not on the top ten yet. All right. right. Number five. That's Monster Hunter World. uh, I'll I'll partially give it to you. Monster Hunter World Iceborne, the expansion. 10.5 million units. Crazy. Number four. Number four. Um, oh, fuck. Is that Resident Evil 7? Yes. Resident okay. Evil 7, 12.40 million. Number three, I'll just say, is Resident Evil 2 at okay. 12.6 million. Number two. What's your guess? Hmm. Um. Shit, I don't fucking know, man. Monster Hunter Rise. Really? Came came out, yeah, two years ago. 13.2 million, which leaves Monster Hunter World as Capcom's best-selling game at 19 million units. Wow. Crazy. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty nuts. Uh, right now, Resident Evil 4 Remake sits at number 15 at 4.9 million. Um units and um where was it i wanted to just shout out street fighter 6 that just came out as well number 59 with 1.9 million units so i think this is actually really cool like capcom actually keeps this on their um their business website like you can just look it up and basically anything that sold a million or more is on this list so there's 114 games on here, I think it's so cool when publishers are this open with stuff. Nintendo is actually must be a more Japanese thing, I guess. Although Sony doesn't doesn't really have something like this, but pretty cool. Thought that was quite interesting. Yeah. Uh, some more numbers coming your way. We have June's top selling games. I'll get us started down here from twenty. Oh, man. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is number 20. God damn, that game's... Will they ever make another one? I don't know. I don't know how you they can. They did label it Ultimate. <laughs> right. Everybody is there. <laughs> um, number 19, Resident Evil 4. 18, God of War Ragnarok. 17, Stories of Se- Story of Seasons, A Wonderful Life. 16, Elden Ring. 15, F-123, 14, Minecraft, 13, Dead Island 2, 12, Mario Kart 8, and at number 11 is FIFA 23. Um, number 10, Marvel's Spider-Man, 9, Marvel's Spider-Man, Miles Morales, 8, MLB The Show 23, 7, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, 6, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, 5, Hogwarts Legacy, 4, Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, Number three, Street Fighter Six. Two, Final Fantasy Sixteen, and number one is Diablo Four. Yeah, that top three is pretty, pretty much what I imagined it would be. Yes, three fucking huge games in June. 
Um, Absolutely. Yeah, and no surprise, video game sales up 9% year-over-year. Hardware up 22%, probably because the PS5 is so uh, much more available now. So no surprise there. Yeah, huge, huge month. When you take that, let's just say top seven through Call of Duty out, I mean, all those games are new, and they are just juggernauts from from this year. Um. Really quick, best-selling games of the year so far. Um, I will just do... I'm just going to do the... Well, fuck it. I'll just do all 20 quick. Uh, number 20 is Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, 19, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. 18, God of War Ragnarok. 17, Minecraft. 16, Last was Part 1. I find that quite interesting, probably because of the HBO show. Um, 15, Mario Kart 8. 14, Elden Ring. 13, Mad NFL 23. 12, Dead Space Remake. Out of the top 10, but still up there, which is nice. Number 11, FIFA 23. 10, Street Fighter 6. 9, Final Fantasy 16. I imagine that will be much higher um, next month. Number 8, Dead Island 2. 7, MLB The Show 23. 6, Resident Evil 4. 5, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. 4, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. 3, Diablo 4, already at number 3. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, number 2. And Hogwarts Legacy's best-selling game of the year so far which is nuts i think zelda tears of the kingdom nintendo announced today they've sold like 18 and a half million units of that game already which is fucking insane holy smokes huge year for video games and it's not over yet (laughs) i still haven't beaten tears of the kingdom yeah i feel ashamed Uh, oh yeah (laughs) don't feel ashamed dude i'm only five hours into it (laughs) yeah it's huge Uh, I've been playing it, but uh, Remnant 2 has also sold pretty well. Uh, One million copies in its first week, which is, I want to say, better than the first game. Yeah, I think it's pretty good for for this type of game. This studio, Gearbox published it. I mean, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Looking forward to seeing what they do with uh, Remnant 2, support-wise, because... I mean, just the structure of that game lends itself to, uh, hey, maybe there's some more shit going on out there. Uh, yeah. And then lastly here, uh, we have a departure. Um, she isn't dead, but Yuka Kitamura is leaving from software. She did the, uh, she did the Dark Souls 3 Bloodborne and, uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, um, music and uh i want to say the music in those games is pretty fucking good i'll say really fucking good music um and uh yeah that's yeah i mean she did good work and now she's gonna go freelance or whatever i I don't know what she's doing yeah yeah the uh i mean i've i've heard Elden ring music it's very good and Bloodborne has good shit. I mean, yeah. I feel like soundtracks are... I, I feel like for From Software games, and obviously I haven't like beaten one of them, seen it all, but um, everyone always says like, the soundtrack is great, but it's not really like the thing that stands out that people talk about all the time, but yet it's always so strong sort of thing. So, yeah. We'll see where she ends up. Unknown. If she is working on uh, armor, or if she worked on Armored Core Six, yeah. <sighs> but yeah, that's the news. That's all the news we've got this week, Tyler. Um, yeah, I think we mentioned yeah. it earlier when you were talking about F one, but uh, it's just too easy for Max now. It's just a little bit. He, it's it's like he's getting bored. I mean, he is getting bored out there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's. I mean, he he's making everyone look like amateurs, which is nuts. I mean, yeah. I, I think he too. Um, like we're not seeing Checo wipe the com wipe the floor with the competition in this car. Like, is this car great? Yes. 
But I think Max is also just like on a completely different level, and this car shoots him so perfectly that he is able to just crush everybody. It's crazy. Does he win every race from here on out? Um, I, I'm i going to say no, because inevitably something is going to happen. I would think like, so, yeah. I feel like... <laughs> At some point, like, bad luck is going to hit you. And, like, it's going to be, like, if he finishes every race, I think he'll he'll win every race. But I yeah. think there's going to be some sort of technical problem somewhere along the road, something out of his control that takes him out of the race. And, yeah, that's just yeah. going to be how it is. I think so... At some point, something's got to happen. I mean, the reliability that he has had is pretty insane. I think he has the longest run right now of... Like, he hasn't had a DNF since Australia last year when he had two DNFs in three races. So, yeah, it's been a long time. I mean, something's got to happen at some point, I would think. Um, So, yeah, we'll see. I think part of me, because they've been so dominant... Um, I feel like I'm I'm just at the point where I'm like, yeah, let's see Red Bull win every race this year. That has never happened before in Formula One. Do I want to see it again, or especially next year? Absolutely not. You know, I I hope everyone catches up to them a lot more. But it would be a pretty remarkable achievement if they won every single race this year. As crazy as it would be, I'm like, fuck it, let's go. They're this far in. They've dominated this much, but <laughs> I don't know. Still, Belgium was fine. It was it was entertaining. Lots of wet, wet stuff. I was kind of worried they weren't gonna do the sprint race or some of the qualifying because of how dangerous uh, Spa can be in in the wet. But uh, it served up to be pretty pretty good. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. I I was just reminded recently of uh remember last year when Alpine announced that they had signed Oscar Piastri before they signed Oscar <laughs> Piastri? Yes. Yes. Aren't you gl- uh, don't you think he's glad that uh that never happened? <laughs> I think he is now. In the beginning of the year, I think he was probably like shit, what did I do because McLaren was awful. But they have absolutely turned it around, and he is so good, dude. I, I just, I can't wait until he starts winning races and is on the podium more consistently and everything. Like, that McLaren has gotten better. It just needs to be a tick better, I think, and then McLaren's really there. Um, he's he's excellent. I mean, in, in that sprint race, I was pulling so fucking hard for him to win, but Max got him. But yeah, that that whole thing. Al- Alpine's such a fucking choke right now. They got rid of uh, Otmar, which I just don't understand. And <laughs> they're a fucking mess. He's probably probably glad now, for sure. Look, I don't want to be accused of anti-French racism, if that's even a thing. But like, the French are gonna French. Like, they, there's always drama around French teams, whether it be in Formula One, mm-hmm. whether it be. In, in soccer, like, the World Cup's always, the French camp is always a mess. They're always, like, conflicted. Uh, some, something about France, man. France might just die. I know this sounds hypocritical. Actually, I'm going to admit it. America's pretty fucking divided. But France also seems pretty divided. Maybe they're, they're, they're a little bit big. France is a big place. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. The most DNFs this year, Alpine. Mm-hmm. The only team, I forget, the fi- what was the stat Crofty threw out? It was like the fifth time in F1 history that the same team has had back-to-back double DNFs, and they were the only ones to retire in the race, and it's Alpine. <laughs> so, now, Hungary wasn't necessarily their fault, but still, like, yeah, I don't, I don't understand them. Yeah. A little bit cursed. A little bit cursed. Um, Definitely. 
I think, uh, last thing, one guy that's probably very happy he got out of there, uh, not only Oscar Piastri, but Fernando Alonso. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he was hoping to stay there, and then they didn't, they weren't budging on the deal that he wanted, so he said, fuck it, I'm out. <laughs> Went to Aston Martin, I'm sure he's very pleased about that now. All right. Well, I think that's where we're going to have to leave the show for this week. I've got to get to bed. Um, and we'll be back next time. Hopefully, I'll, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about Remnant 2. Maybe I'll have Yakuza 5 finished um, if I'm lucky. I might try to... I was running into problems with it on my Steam Deck, but I might just reinstall and then just save very often. And then whenever it crashes, I just deal with it. Um, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, man. Looking forward to playing more Final Fantasy 16 now. Dude. It's my you, sole focus. Let's go. I'm going to set Mitchell. a goal for you. I'm not sh- So, mm, realistically, how much time do you think you have to play this this coming week? I would say... I don't know. I would probably say I have anywhere from 10 to 15 hours a week, maybe. That might be a little little too much but let's say 8 to 12 probably right. I want you to at least get through Aura Flam okay you'll know what I'm talking about okay get Sounds through good. that and come back to me next week with some fucking thoughts <laughs> because holy shit ah <sighs> I will cool. I will push it is so far and I, I can't wait to see more Well, that's going to do it for us this week. As always, you know what to do. Give us ratings, reviews, share us with your friends. And we'll be back next time with more tales from video games that we've been playing. And hopefully some news. We'll see. I mean, uh, what's coming up? Is is Gamescom coming up or is that already? Yeah, I think Gamescom is very soon. Um, actually, August 23rd to 27th. All right, that's so later this week. A few weeks out. Okay. I mean, announcements can happen at any time. Uh, it could yes. happen anytime, anywhere. And we'll be here to talk to you about those things and more. All right. Yes. We'll catch you all next week. Until then, be good to each other, play your video games, and... Big bowls of cantaloupe.